This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of your fashion. G'day, Dr. Carl here. Now, most of us know that some bats find their way around using sound. This is called echolocation, and we've known about that since the 1930s. But just recently, we discovered that bats have another trick up their sleeve. And a big hint for this was that in otherwise sharp photographs, their ears looked blurry. Mmm. Now, bats have been around for over 50 million years. They're the second most populous order of mammals after rodents. There are basically two major kinds of bats, which overlap a bit. The bigger bats eat fruit and do not use sound to find their food, while the smaller bats eat insects, and they do use echolocation to find the insects. Now, echolocation, that means using echoes to locate or find your target. Bats make sounds that come out of their mouth and or nose, hit the target insect, and reflect or echo back into the bat's big ears. The sound is emitted for between one half and 200 milliseconds, where a millisecond is a thousandth of a second. Now, if the echo takes a long time to come back, the bat knows that the insect is far away. But if the bat picks up the echo after a short time, then the insect must be nearby. And whatever direction the bat's ears were facing when they picked up the echo, well, that's the direction the insect is in. So this is your basic echolocation, using echoes to tell you the direction and distance of your target. But it turns out that bats have another tracking skill. They use the Doppler effect, or to be more specific, the prey, P-R-E-Y, generated Doppler effect. The bat's prey, usually an insect, is generally moving. And that movement changes the frequency of the echo that bounces off the insect. So now the clever bat has a third bit of intel on its prey, the speed at which the insect is flying. Now, you might have heard of the Doppler effect before. The typical example given is of an ambulance siren. And as the ambulance comes towards you, you should hear the siren as having a higher pitch or frequency. And when the siren goes away from you, the pitch or frequency is lower. Now, the pitch of the siren generated by the ambulance is always the same. It's the effect of moving that causes the sound to change. Way back in 1842, the physicist Christian Doppler was looking at binary stars. They're stars that orbit around each other. They're really common. About 40% of the stars in our galaxy, the Milky Way, are in a binary pair. He noticed that when one star in a binary pair was approaching the Earth, its light was more blue. But when it was moving away from the Earth, its light was more red. He explained this by thinking about the waves of light. Now remember that waves have peaks. When a star was approaching the Earth, the time period between the peaks of the waves, well, it was shorter. And this meant that in each second there were more peaks of the light landing on his eye, which is the same as saying that the light had a higher frequency, which means that it looked more blue in colour. And when the binary star that he was studying 
swung around its companion and started moving away from the Earth, the time period between the peaks of the waves of light arriving in his telescope grew longer, and that gave a reddish tinge to the star. A few years later, in 1845, the Dutch chemist Bausch Ballot showed that this effect also happened with sound. Nowadays, the Doppler effect is used in everything from speed camera radar and medical ultrasounds to wandering robots, and of course, bats. Several years ago, Professor Rolf Mueller, a mechanical engineer at Virginia Tech, noticed something odd in photographs of bats. Often, the ears looked fuzzy, while the rest of the bat was quite sharp and in focus. Now, it was already known at that time that bats move their ears in a few specific patterns during echolocation. Up and down, backwards and forwards, and, this is cute, moving the tips of their ears together or apart. But Professor Mueller found that the bats were doing an entirely different movement as well. They were continually wiggling or vibrating different parts of their ears, mostly the outer parts. In fact, the different parts of the bat's ears moved fast enough to produce a Doppler effect of their own. This self-generated Doppler effect adds an extra layer to the sound bouncing back from the insect. It's like adding a filter or a special effect to the insect's echo. And because different parts of the ear wiggle differently, they each put a slightly different effect onto the echo. So recognising the particular self-generated Doppler effect really fine-tunes the bat's knowledge about the location of its moving target, the insect. Understanding more about this self-generated Doppler effect will do more than make us just simply go batty. It will improve, for example, the navigation in our drones. We could then overcome the massive challenge that flying birds and moving branches pose to drones conducting critical missions. Missions such as delivering our pizzas. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.